Hey friend, do you or someone you know work with those that may have substance abuse problems? Or maybe you yourself are someone that's struggling with that and you're willing to be honest about that fact. Well, I have a tool that may be of use to you. My name is Mike McCurry and this is Bible Tract Echoes. Today on the broadcast, I want to share with you a true account through a gospel tract of someone who overcame by God's grace a debilitating, a crippling problem with drugs with narcotics. What I'd like to do today is share with you the story behind how this gospel tract I'm holding in my hand called Bound No More might be a help to you and how it came to be. As I told you many times before, I want to thank each and every one of you that have tuned in today for the broadcast. I feel the necessity of thanking each one of you every single time because I realize it is an investment of time. And so thank you for joining me on the broadcast. This gospel track called Bound No More was written by a doctor friend of mine of our ministry, and he may actually be listening to the broadcast right now. He wrote this gospel tract, and after just a few very light edits, we put it into print, and now it's been put out in the realm of thousands, tens of thousands of these gospel tracts have gone out around America and the world. I'm going to share it with you today, and what I'd like you to, to consider is this that maybe you or someone you know may be able to make use of this gospel tract if there's someone that you know that is struggling in this realm or maybe you have a ministry for those that the world would call underprivileged or down and out, those with substance abuse problems, or maybe those that are homeless that would be of a higher percentage to be dealing with those types of things. I'd like for you to go to BibleTracksInc.org to order some of these gospel tracts, BibleTracksInc.org. Let me tell you what this gospel tract says. And if you're listening right now and you don't know the God that this tract talks about, stick around for the end of the broadcast. I'd love to introduce you to him. Medications, when used correctly, can be effective and life-saving. They can also be dangerous, damaging, and often life-ending when misused. As a doctor, I have the privilege and responsibility, Dr. Taylor tells us, of providing medical treatments to patients under my care. One afternoon, a 24-year-old young man named Eli was admitted to my hospital floor for heroin withdrawal. He reported that he had used heroin every day of his life since he was 13 years old and had never experienced heroin withdrawal. Knowing that heroin is a relatively expensive drug on the street, I asked him how he could afford such a practice. He mentioned that both of his parents were drug dealers in Puerto Rico. They had both recently died, and he moved from Puerto Rico to live with his aunt who resided in Wisconsin. He told me he was a millionaire and had never had to work a day in his life, simply due to the inheritance he received from his parents. He had always found a way to get heroin, but in the past couple of days, he hadn't been able to acquire any. 
Hearing this unique and incredible story, I shared with Eli what he would likely be experiencing in the next 12 hours. I told him that heroin withdrawal can often be brutal and that he would likely have flu-like symptoms of nausea, vomiting, and possibly diarrhea. He could run a fever and would probably not feel like eating anything. There was a potential for his heart to experience some irregular rhythms. He likely could experience full body chills and there was also a strong possibility that he wouldn't get any sleep that night as his body suffered through the withdrawal symptoms. Eli appeared to be soaking up all of this information seeming apprehensive about what he would endure. I told Eli, Eli that I would be able to order some medication for him that would help lessen his withdrawal symptoms. The daytime nurse who helped me admit Eli to the hospital was a wonderful Christian young lady. She and I both knew what would be the most effective resource to help Eli with his addiction. In my white coat, I kept some gospel tracts. As I gave Eli a tract, I suggested that if he had time that night, he would find reading that little pamphlet beneficial to his current situation. The nurse and I smiled at, at each other as I left the room to finish admitting the patient on the computer. I rejoiced at the opportunity to share the true message of hope with a searching soul, not knowing if he would even read the tract. When I arrived at work the next morning, the night nurse requested I come to Eli's room immediately. I thought there had been a problem overnight, so I inquired about his condition. When she asked me what I had discussed with Eli, I explained that we had discussed various ways he could deal with his drug addiction. The nurse explained that she had worked in addiction medication for many years and had never seen what she saw that night. With a puzzled look, I asked her what had happened. She told me that Eli never took any medication. Thinking that I had forgotten to order the medications or ordered them incorrectly, I asked if I'd entered them into the computer. She said everything was ordered correctly, but Eli never needed them. She told me that Eli took a short nap a few hours after I left. When he awoke, he was hungry, so she ordered him something to eat. He ate all the food without nausea or vomiting. After eating, he took a shower and got cleaned up. He appeared to do just fine through the night. He never had a fever never experienced shaking chills and slept like a baby. The nurse told me she had never seen anything like it in all of her years working in medicine. She said, Dr. Taylor, whatever you told Eli apparently changed his life. I could hardly fight back the tears, Dr. Taylor says, as he knocked on Eli's room and he welcomed me inside. I will never forget Eli sitting on his bed cross-legged, reading that gospel tract with tears streaming down his face. I smiled as I walked into the room, tears filling my eyes. Eli said, Doc, I read this tract last night, and I trusted Christ as my Savior. I have never felt this good in my entire life. Thank you for giving this to me. I told Eli how thankful I was he had made that decision. I encouraged him to join himself with a good, Bible-believing, gospel-preaching church when he left the hospital. Since Eli was doing so well, he was discharged home that day. I have never seen him again. God orchestrated our meeting that day and allowed me to give him that tract. God's timing is always perfect. What about you, my friend? Are you struggling with an addiction, whether it be drugs, alcohol, pornography, gambling, or maybe even something else? No honest person would say they are perfect. Though all different, we all struggle with sin. I want you to know that there is hope for you. Jesus Christ will meet you right where you are. He has the power to help you and change you. Just like Eli, 
Jesus Christ can give you freedom from your sin and can help you travel this life in victory. Eli made a decision that changed his life for the better. The question is, will you? To become a Christian, you must accept Christ as your Savior. Make the same decision Eli did. There are four things you must understand. Number one, on the Bible way to heaven, we must realize the Bible says everyone has a problem. That problem is called sin. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The second thing we must understand, the Bible says there's a penalty for that sin. The penalty is death and an eternity in a place called hell. Romans 6.23 tells us, For the wages of sin is death. But this is where the good news starts. That verse continues on. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The third thing you must understand is the Bible says the penalty has been paid by Jesus. Romans 5, 8, But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, the Bible says that a person must turn to the Savior, must repent. Romans 10.9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Friend, do you want to accept Christ today? You could pray a simple prayer, realize that yes, you're a sinner understanding that there's a penalty for sin. You will be eternally separated from God in a place called hell if you do not accept him. But you know, Jesus Christ died for you. John 3:16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you are willing to pray and ask Christ to be your savior. Or if you have more questions, I want to hear from you. I'd love to help you if I can. At the close of the broadcast, the announcer will come on and tell you all the different ways that you can connect with us. You can contact our ministry. But I'd love for you to reach out to me personally. We may not know each other except that you listen to this broadcast and you've heard my voice for all of 10 minutes, barely. But I'd love to hear from you. You can send me a text. My sale number is 309-316-7240. Again, that number is 309-316-7240. Maybe, just maybe, you'd like to reach out today. I would be absolutely thrilled if you would. Maybe, Christian friend, you're listening right now and you say this gospel tract, Bound No More, might be a help in your ministry. Maybe you have a use for it. I'd love for you to visit BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org to order some of these gospel tracts today. We'd love to see them used in the right circumstances. I'm sure there are many people that could, if you use these gospel tracts, could come to a saving knowledge of Christ. Let me ask you a rhetorical question as we wind down the broadcast today. Do you know the type of people that use gospel tracts? 
They are the type of people that carry gospel tracts. It's exceedingly hard to give them away if you don't have them. And friend, our ministry gives them away for free. Would you please go BibleTracksInc.org today. I want to take a moment and thank each and every one of you that have tuned in today. Tomorrow on the broadcast, if we have the time, I'm going to introduce two different gospel tracks, one of which you can make the case is brand new. I'll let you find out more about that tomorrow. As always, if there's anything that we can do for you, or if you have a question, a comment, a critique even, or a concern, you can reach out to me. I'll give you the number one more time for any that would like to reach out. My cell number is, text me at 309-316-7240. My prayer as always is that you have a great day for his glory. We'll plan on talking to you very soon. Thank you for listening to Bible Track Echoes. I'm Michael McCurry. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-68 that's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.